Hello and welcome to Hit the Target Podcast, powered by Hollywood Bits. I'm your host, Tershwan, and with me in studio today are football analysts Nigel Niker and Mark Stradom. Gentlemen, welcome. Good morning, Tim. How's it, gents? Shut um, Okay, we're going to discuss all things Champions League related. Now, I do know that the European transfer window is still open. So, you know, of course, there generally is a deadline day signing. So, you know, just keep that at the back of your mind. Yeah. Are some clubs trying to get something over the line? You know that 31st, uh, the first, sorry. Is gonna, is gonna, you know, someone's gonna make a, a deadline assignment. day madness. Exactly. Um, but with that being said, let's kick things off with Copenhagen versus Man City. I don't think, um, you know, I don't see any surprises there. It's a way, it's a way game for Man City. Nah, I think this one's already a given. I think um, City are starting to to turn up the gears. Mm, the machine, um, the machine is on. Yeah, we we know what's to come every time it hits January, February. I think everybody's accustomed to this. 2015 game run of Man City. Um, Pep just confirmed that Haaland is back. Um, De Bruyne played his previous two or three games. We saw what he did when he came on. Mm. Um, Doku's back. Um, Bernardo Silva, I think I can sit here the whole day yeah. explaining how good this team is. So I think FC Copenhagen, I think the end is near. Mm. But I don't want to write him off, but I know City is going to, especially with them being the holders of, of the Champions League, I think they will do the business here. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think uh, City coming into this tie as the champions will will look to take make a statement um, against a, a, a Copenhagen team who are not so familiar with the Champions League. So yeah, I think City win this tie definitely. Okay, hundred percent. Moving along, RB Leipzig up against Real Madrid. Now it's an away game for Real Madrid, but I also don't think that makes a difference. No, I I agree with you, Desh. I don't think I don't think Leipzig's the same team. We, they we, used we to think be, of them, yeah. yeah. So I think Madrid too, with the way they're playing as well, Bellingham, Vinicius is back, um, Rodrigo. So Brian Diaz also mm. has been very good yeah. for Madrid lately. So I think I think this tie is also good and, and over. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think if there's two bankers in the round yeah. of 16 ties, it's this Madrid game uh, along with the City game. So yeah, I think Madrid to uh, progress definitely. Mm, 100%. Um, let's let's uh, let's just pause the conversation right there. Now, does Bellingham deliver Champions League to Real Madrid in his first season, or does City go on to defend the Champions League title? I think right now only Real Madrid have actually successfully defended a Champions I, League. I, I think if he does that, he gets Pelendo. Yeah, I think his numbers are crazy. He's got so many goals. He's not even a striker at the end of the day. Mm. I think his impact on on the Madrid team at twenty years of age. Yeah. It, it has to be exceptional. Mm. And if he delivers the Champions League, I think Ballon d'Or has to go to him. Yeah. Um, he'll get all the praise or so possibility. Mm. You know, having played his, uh, his football in Germany, I'm sure he'd know how Leipzig sets up. Mm. You know, there's also Bayern Munich and Dortmund who are also involved in the Champions League. So, you know, just that they have such an English, uh, you know, a player with such experience in the Bundesliga could really set them up against Leipzig, eh? Yeah, 100%. He knows the league well coming played from there with Dortmund. So, yeah, they'll use that experience. Uh, he's footed in like a glove at the Ancelotti's mm. team. Mm. So, yeah, I think he's prized many of us with his stats, uh, mm. just goal scoring, especially. We knew he was an all-round player, but to to add goals, which is so valuable in football. So, yeah, it, it really is surprising. Mm. Okay, let's turn our attention to PSG. Um, they're going to they're gonna be hosting Real Sociedad on Valentine's Day. You know, Paris being the city of love. Can you see any love lost between I, these two clubs? I, I see a disappointment. 
Oh no, goalless draw. Yeah, PSG is not the same team for me. I don't think Mbappe is, is the same player he was a season or two ago, which makes me think: um, Can he be the go-to man for a team? Can can they they build a team around him? Is he good enough to carry a team on his shoulder? Is, or if I have to compare it, like like Bellingham, for example, he he wasn't the go-to man, but he went there, and you could see he is the man to turn the screw. Mm-hmm. Um, Haaland, another example. If you play him, he, he may not touch the ball a lot of times in a game, but give him half a chance, he scores. Yeah, Ronaldo, same thing. Messi, same thing. So to me, it looks like Mbappe can only play at the highest level if he's got good players around him because his numbers right now yeah. are pathetic. Yeah. The, the game, I think his previous game against Brest, they blew a two-goal lead, if I'm not mistaken. And they drew 2-2 two, two in the mm. end. I think he had f- uh, um, four shots, no goals, mm. no shots on target. Yeah. So uh, PSG is not the same. And and Real Sociedad, I think they Spanish mm. giants as well. Yeah. They're always um, lurking in the top four yeah. quality players. They play a good brand of football. So I don't think it's easy going in this one. Yeah, they've strung, strung some good results together, Real Sociedad. And you know, you wonder what form they're going to come into um, into that fixture against uh, PSG at, at Paris. So, uh, Nigel, how do you think that one there is going to turn out? I think PSG will also struggle. I'll just uh, share the same sentiments as Mark there. Um, PSG are a good team, but yeah, Cecilia had a very well-drilled outfit. Uh, I think Zubamendi in the midfield is just mm. pulling strings yeah. there it's, for it's them. It's actually a midfield trio. Like, yes. like I can't really... I think Oyarzabal is, is another one over there. I, was, I just remember covering Quality. Um, a Celsius mm. that game. And then you got... Um, Take on the on a tacky cool yeah, 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 quality yeah, yeah. danger quality. They are well drilled outfits and uh, a Spanish heritage that, like Mark alluded to as well. These Spanish teams go far into the Champions League. They're difficult to beat. Uh, very technical, technically gifted as well. So yeah, I, I see PSG struggling in this one. Mm. Okay, um, let's move things over to Lazio versus Bayern. Lazio, I think, currently under coach by Maurizio Sarri. Maurizio Sarri, yeah. yeah, they they had a terrible start to to their Syria campaign. Yeah. Uh, but they're starting to pick up now. They're starting to find your feet. They got some good results in the past few weeks, but uh, I don't think they yeah. will match Bayern Munich's pedigree. It's be Kane's day, eh? Yeah, especially yeah. with Kane free scoring, like like the way they do. Leroy Sané, uh, Musiala, which Matthias is incredible Tell, as well. That youngster, Tell. Yeah, Tell. yeah, so so I think I think Lazio's the end of their Champions League is near as well. Mm. Yeah, couldn't agree more. I think Bayern have some fire uh, front attackers. Uh, Musi Hala is one of my favourite players. I think you can't get the ball off him. Oh, you're 100% right there. And uh, Kane it just banging goals for them. I think Sani is on some rich form as well. So I think mm. I think Bayern uh, progress definitely. I, I watched an um, a interview with Thomas Tuchel and they asked him about, about Leroy Sane and, and why his form has changed and and he said that um, he told him that you you can't be comfortable with just being a good player. He's got to dominate. He said his his physical attributes is is incredible. He looks thin, but his his actually his, his strength is one of his his, his strong points. Uh, so he he said that he needs to to show the league what he can do. He can't yeah. just be comfortable where he is now. And look at him now, what he's doing. He does with the number 10 shirt for Bayern Munich. And you know, Bayern being one of the biggest clubs mm-hmm. in Europe, you know, I would, I would put them in the top three, if not top five. Um, so, so, you Definitely. know, he 
he you know wearing the number 10 number 7 number 9 number 8 you know I, I those, those are yeah. big those are big jerseys to wear so you really have to put in a good performance in fact play your best week in week yeah. out so you know i'm i'm going to be watching um that fixture just because it's away from home and i want to see if um if Lazio can maybe spot a chink in armor you know sorry very tactically yeah. um astute manager yeah. and does his homework and um you know Lazio having you know Mark you said they started poor this the season off very poorly but you know it's been underwhelming since his uh, appointment you know i haven't really seen seen them take flight so i'll be watching that game um i just want to add Harry Kane England Eric Dyer England yeah Kieran Trippier is the third player to be linked yeah. with with uh, a move to Bayern Munich and you know I did mention at the start of the podcast transfer window is still open yeah yeah um but I think I did see Kieran Trippier and Eddie Howe saying that there will be no outgoings or incomings now mm. I think Newcastle with this FFP rules they got to release some players to bring some in because of the you know the the financial constraints and and all these new rules that they're coming up with So I don't think there'll be anything going on there. I'm not ruling anything out though. We never know on deadline day, but I don't think there's any outgoings there. I mean, mm. Bayern look to get Sasha Boy from Galatasaray yeah. as well. Yeah, Confirmed. so Done. I think that looks like the position that they were willing to fill. Um, I think mm. he can play right back and left back. So mm. yeah, I, I don't think Trippier would be leaving mm. this this January. Sean, mm. okay, let's uh, move over to the next uh, round of action. So we got PSV. hosting Borussia Dortmund over there very feisty encounter yeah that 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 will be a good game PSV doing well in their domestic league mm. uh, Dortmund we know what Dortmund can bring also they have huge pedigree as well i think this is going to be a good affair mm. yeah just going to go with both teams as for you <sighs> look I, i see I, i see Dortmund the stronger team obviously yeah. if i compare the two teams player for player i see Dortmund the stronger team If they go through, it's gonna be by the skin of your teeth. Mm. You know, in 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 the domestic league, in the Bundesliga, Dortmund have scored the fewest goals from all top five. Yeah, yeah. Top five currently, after 19 matches played, they've scored a fewest goals. So it's not like the attack is gelling to such an extent. You know, you yeah. look at um, the numbers that they used to post when when Bellingham was there, yeah. when Haaland was there. Yeah. You know, yeah. I guess Sancho is there now. So you know, we will. In fact, this is the return of Jadon Sancho. Is he eligible to play? I don't think he did he represent I don't think he represented United previously. I'm not sure. In the season. Yeah, I don't think so either. Mm. So so he can play. I'm sure, yeah. That that would be nice for him though because it, when soon as he returned the game, the first game he played he's got an assist. Mm. Yeah. You saw in his post-match interview he he looked a lot more happy, a lot more stress-free. It looked like he, the stress the stress was lifted off his shoulders. So mm. enjoyed if, enjoying yeah, his football. Yeah, if if he does play good for him at least he can get back on the cross and get his career up and running again. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I think they need him uh they need him back to his best uh, if they are going to progress. This PSV team is no pushover. Yeah. Um I think they unbeaten Some in the domestic good players in the in the squad. Yeah, they even beat Arsenal in the group stage yeah. away from uh, at home. So yeah, no no easy task for this Dortmund team. Mm. It doesn't look like um Jadon Sancho has played for Man United in the Champions League. So I think he might actually be eligible mm. to play. Borussia Dortmund. That's, that's a good bonus for Dortmund because he he does have a good creative side. And before he left Dortmund, I think he was the go-to man at Dortmund besides Bellingham and Haaland. I think he was playing out of his socks. Mm. For me, I think his best performance in a in a Dortmund shirt 
was when they played against Barcelona. I think when when it was like maybe three maybe three seasons ago actually, and Dortmund lost the game, but Belling I mean but Sancho Sancho yeah. oh my word yeah. absolutely, it's encapsulated mm-hmm. everything you would want from. One player, yeah. uh, like that Ronaldo mentality. You know, like no matter who you are, what you Attacking. like, what the scoreline, we are yeah. going to win this game. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah, he can turn it on when mm. he wants to. Yeah, yeah. that was the whole reason Man United wanted him. Yeah, because of the way he was playing at the time. Unfortunately, it didn't work out the way it's supposed to. But he is a quality player at the end of the day. Mm. You know, speaking of quality players, Latoro Martinez has been absolutely sensational. You know that we are here to discuss Inter Atletico fixture as well. But you know. I think I, I can't Tara find Martinez. a winner. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I can't see I a winner. I think this is the tightest uh, yeah. tie of the round. Of the round, eh? yeah. yeah. You know, uh, um, you look at Antoine Griezmann. I think um, sure. he scored hundred and Fine his hundred and seventy fifth goal. I think he overtook the the former all time yeah all time goal scorer at Atletico Madrid. Now he's the outright top scorer in Atletico Madrid's history. Yeah, and fair play to him. He's a quality player. He's, he does it season after season. Mm-hmm. Like Nigel said, fine wine. You see, everything goes through him. Yeah. Um, I think Simeone, that's his best player. Mm. And uh, I, I like him personally as well. And, yeah. and playing for France as well at that yeah. age to be playing key, for your he was club a key, and key country. member of the yeah. 2018 uh, winning. I, th- I just think Griezmann's overlooked because yeah. of the players he plays with. Yeah. That's been around him. He makes them look better, to yeah. be honest. I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think half of Morata's goals... Yeah, would, for sure. Would, like, his numbers are definitely... For sure, for sure. I agree with you 100%. If, if it's not for him, they, they won't be scoring all those goals. Because he's also not so selfish. As yeah. well, because if he sees another player oh, in a better position, he's definitely going to pass. Creative, we know that for sure. Yeah. Very creative. Yeah. 100%. Now, you look at Inter and their transfer business as well. I think um, they got Marcus... Marcus, Marcus Turan. Oh, mm. He's also play. looking like a beast. Play. Yeah, definitely. Athletic. Mm. Yeah, definitely. strong power forward. Um, you spoke about Martinez. High school scored in Syria. Mm. Um, they one point ahead in the, on the log standings. They played Juventus this week. And if they win, they open the gap one step closer to the Scudetto. So, this Jan, is, Sommer, Jan Sommer has been sensational for them in the Nets. Jan Sommer you know? as well. Um, um, that, 50 goals in 21 the games. Turkish, I think he's Turkish. 21 league games. 50 goals. Yeah. It's, it's sensational. The, the midfielder, I think he's from Turkey, Hakan Chanelogu yeah. or something. He's also good as well. So, mm. Yeah, very good team they have as well. Yeah, just one defeat for let for Inter. Um, I think the difference just could be in which tie is played when. You know, the first yeah. leg tie is at um, Inter's home ground. Yeah. The away leg, the second leg, the return fixture. That's, is that's at the game I'm more Civitas worried about. Metropolitano. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Atletico Madrid's Home form is incredible. Mm-hmm. They've they've registered mm-hmm. the it's a it's a new club record consecutive home league wins. I think that's every season though. Mm-hmm. You know what you're gonna get when you go there. I think if you if you don't have a strong heart and a strong mindset <laughs> yeah. and you go there mm-hmm. not prepared, you will get swallowed up in that stadium. Especially when Simeone gets the crowd going mm-hmm. and they start playing, you better be yeah. careful in the crowd. Balls in a box will be. Yeah. Yeah, quality. Um, you know, speaking of fortresses, Arsenal hosting Porto in the away leg. Do you think that um, at first leg in Portugal is, uh, you know, how are they going to set themselves up in that one? It's a potential banana skin, in my mm. opinion. Uh, going away to Porto, who are serial Champions League uh, uh, yeah. fighters. Yeah. Let's yeah. say fighters. They I don't always, want to say contenders, but yeah, okay, always definitely are yeah. fighters. In the Champions yeah. League. 
and also have a very physical team with Pepe there yeah. at the back. So we you, need to know. Are they going to play Benfica? Who also going to be fighting with you? Yeah. yeah. Or Porto? Porto. Or, like that's, that's the teams that, that, that mm-hmm. I like. And they always they show up as well. They, yeah. they, they're not just there to make up the numbers. And the history also shows that we've also struggled a few times with this with this Porto yeah. team. Mm. La- last season, didn't Dawa Nunez was wasn't the season that Nunez was at Benfica. Mm. Yeah. I think they went right up to the semi-finals if I'm not mistaken, or yeah. there's something incredible like that. Yeah, I just hope the boys are ready for the big fight. Yeah, these Portuguese teams have pedigree in the Champions League, and mm. we haven't been in the Champions League for about five years now. Yeah. So yeah. we have to have our wits about us and. Just don't lose away and take yeah. it to the Emirates. I, I yeah. think the the first game away, you've got to be cautious. Mm. Not soak up pressure, but play the same game. But also just be wary of the attack. If you come away with a win, okay, good. Fair enough. If you come away with a draw, it's also good. But the home game is the one for, for Arsenal. Yeah. You know, I just want to stay with Arsenal for a few more minutes now. You guys play Liverpool mm. at the Emirates very soon. I think it's Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah. Sunday yeah. Then you play West Ham away, London Derby, mm. yeah. before you jet off. To Portugal. Yeah. Now, with that being said, like, it's not the most difficult, um, like, round of fixtures, you know, match preparation, um, you know? Do you think that's going to help Arteta? I think the the game against Liverpool will be one of the biggest uh, of those three. Yeah. And and then, of course, the Champions League. But uh, hopefully with Partey coming back and maybe even Timber, it can provide some options for the team. Mm. To, to be resting uh, some players. I don't know how sharp they'll be because they're just coming back from fitness. But yeah, hopefully they can navigate these three fixtures well. I think I think if Timber comes back, Arsenal's a totally different team. Mm. At, uh, before the season started, when Timber signed and they went on that American tour, that small tournament they played, you saw this, the way that guy plays, the way he's so comfortable on the ball. Um, it will allow Arsenal to play with, with three in the back. All defenders can play with the ball. He's, he has a, 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 a creative side, if I can say, as a defender as well. You see how he p- progresses with the ball. So if he comes back for Arsenal, it would be a huge bonus for them. Mm, okay. Well, um, like I said, that first tie is in Portugal. Mm. So I want to see which Arsenal team actually comes out and, and do they look for the result or not. I'm sure you guys got a, a midfield there from Portugal, uh, from Porto actually. The, um, Fabio Vieira. Vieira. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I wonder. I wonder what um, input or influence he'll have. He's just gone for surgery, so yeah. I don't think he's back in full training yet. Uh, he was with the team in Dubai, so mm-hmm. maybe he's close. But yeah. I, I don't think he'll be ready for that yeah. first tie. Maybe mm-hmm. the second sure. tie at the Emirates. I'm sure Arteta will have a conversation or two with him about that oh, fixture. Definitely. Yeah. I think Vieira is built for these Champions League nights mm-hmm. as well with mm-hmm. his uh, assist uh, <laughs> ratio, hundred percent. Sure. Okay, um, the final fixture of the uh, round of 16 is Napoli hosting Barcelona on the, the first leg. Now, Barca, Xavi has just announced this will be his last season. The, the next six months, he'll be uh, effectively coaching for free because mm-hmm. he's foregone in salary as well. He, he just looks like he's down and out. His, his demeanor just looks like he's, he's had enough. He said in his interview that he will be stepping down end of the season. Uh, he says that his work is, is not going noticed and being valued at the club. So, Barca, to me, they've lost their pedigree. Mm. They're not the same team. Um, so, I, I think they're going to struggle, yeah. Yeah, I think they struggle as well. They had, they're not the same Barca as, as of old and currently 
if you look at the team, they do have top players. I mean, um, the, the midfield of Frankie Dion, Pedri, Gavi, that's, that's frightening. Yeah, yeah. I uh, agree with that. So, uh, it, it, he could also be felt let down by these players because uh, player-wise, they should be much higher in the league. Yeah. They should be performing much better as well. Um, so, yeah, hard done by for these players, but Something needs to change at Barcelona and soon. Mm. Oh, that leaves me with a question. Doesn't mean that you you're a good soccer player means you're gonna be a good soccer coach. Hundred mm. percent. Yeah. yeah. Well look, I wanna say that they have a favorable tie, you know, mm. if there's any in a in the Champions League, yeah. Mm. But Napoli currently ninth in yeah. they in they totally Syria. the wheels totally fell off the wagon for, for Napoli. From winning the Scudetto to ninth, mm. yeah. I mean, I think that's probably the worst and, and title at, at defense. At the time of recording, yeah. we don't know what it could look like it, when they actually the come, season, yeah. come up against uh, Barcelona. And and they didn't lose anybody. The, only the coach left. Yeah. So for that whole team to fall down with just the coach leaving, what's going to happen if if Cavachelier leaves, if Osimhen leaves, if Zelinski leaves? Mm. Mm. What will happen to that team after? Yeah, that? I think Zambo and Gisa is also. He's he's been quite quite good. Yeah. Top midfielder, top midfielder as well. So for them to fall down so far off the pace, yeah, something's definitely wrong there. So does Barca get get um get the win here? Yeah, I think Barca just edge it, but it's a case of who's the worst team. Yeah, yeah. honestly, I think uh, Barca with their pedigree should have enough to, to edge this game. Yeah, mm. you know, you mentioned who's the worst team, and you know, you, you you're speaking about Barcelona as well mm. in the tie mm. and. Who's the worst team? It's just also, you know, Mark, it, you, you said how far off Napoli have fallen, but yeah. the same can be said for Barcelona. Barcelona. Like how far off have they fallen? And, you know, in 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 the whole, um, in Messi's, we can call it exodus. Mm. In his, one of his final seasons, he did a war cry rally to the, uh, the new Rush, camp. Yeah. yeah, no, no, to the new camp. Yeah. Like it was recorded and he said, we will bring the Champions League oh. To the new camp yeah, yeah. at the end of the season. Yeah, he said he would deliver the, the Champions League before he goes. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the Champions League? It's yeah. not coming. It's not coming and it doesn't look like it will come for a few seasons. Yeah. There, yeah. there needs to be a big change. You see, I, I can compare him to Real Madrid. Angelotti, the recruitment they have, I think that whole squad they have right now can play for the next five years. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good point. Yeah. A Barcelona can't do that. Mm. They can't do that. Yeah. And that uh, La Masia Academy is not really producing. The, they're not producing anything the, the, anymore. You know, Ansu Fati, yeah. I really, I really thought he's enormous. Number ten gave him the number ten jersey. I think that ten jersey brought him down to I, the floor. Yeah, he's a good player though. He is a good player. I think he was just overlooked. Mm. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, um, it's not working out at Brighton. Is he still there though? I think the last time I checked, he signed a season-long uh, loan deal with Brighton. Um, I think Brighton just got smashed 4-0 by Luton mm. last night. So that's uh, not going too well on the South Coast <laughs> for him either. Um, but yeah, just finishing off with Napoli and Barca. Look, to be honest, I don't think either um, either team has a strong run in a mm. Champions League, especially if the league form is mm. anything to go by. Yeah. Um, you know, Napoli, I think they reached as far as the quarters last season as, uh, you know, the season they went to lift the Scudetto. So, yeah. you know, neither really prioritizing Champions League success. Um, with that being said, I think this is a good time for us to leave this yeah. conversation. We're going to have to revisit it, um, you know, when when we look at those uh, round of 16 second legs. Cheers, gents. Shot. Sure, thanks, Dave. Cool, gents. <laughs>
Tage Podcast.